Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious eyes. 
Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. You're listening to The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Welcome to the broadcast this evening. If you'd like to contact us here on The Secret Teachings, you can email uh, the show at rdgable at yahoo.com, r-d-g-a-b-l-e at yahoo.com. Find us on social media at facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings. And check out our website at www.thesecretteachings.info where you can find our full show archive, all the montages, and more at www.thesecretteachings.info. And you can also check out the network website, fringe.fm or thefringe.fm and download the Fringe FM application for free. Sometimes over the weekend... I get this huge uh, series of uh, ideas to do shows for the week. And uh, I start putting them together and prepping, uh, you know, for, for Monday night and trying to break the topics up so it's not the same subject every night. And uh, I've been wanting to talk about tonight's topic for a while. And it's just one of those things that has accumulated and... I'm glad that I waited because of the Grammy Awards last week. I wanted to wait at least a week after the Grammys to do a Grammy show. Uh, There are so many award shows now. Grammys, Video Music Awards. There's little award shows that I've I've never heard of before. It seems like there's always an award show. There's always a, a rich, entitled arrogant, egotistic, pompous celebrity. Black, white, man, woman, gay, straight, doesn't matter. With every material possession that can be granted to man by the proverbial devil who want to lecture you know, the rest of us on how to live our lives and how as a, a human being you should think and how you should you know, have sex and what your politics should be. A bunch of arrogant, many of them half-baked talents. If it weren't for things like auto-tune and digital editing of the music, you wouldn't have a majority of the major musicians, or if you, I don't know if you can even call them that, that you have today. It's a bunch of arrogant, rich, pompous people giving themselves awards or receiving awards from an industry that they are essentially chained to and then lecturing the rest of us like at the Golden Globes or some other kind of award ceremony for TV or for movies, telling the rest of us how to live our lives. And these award shows and these videos, particularly those in the music industry, that always win, you know, the best, the top, the the, the, the the best performance, the best video, best new artist, all these 
different titles, you know, all these different awards that can be given out. Uh, they, they mean nothing. Uh, they mean nothing to me. I feel like most of the celebrities probably feel they mean very little to them, too. They pay lip service. It's all part of the illusion that Hollywood casts with the magical drudic wand made of the wood of the holly. And the music industry is no different, but music music might be even more powerful than movies and television. Because if you had like a product to sell, right? You had like a soda or a watch. You know, you can put that in a guerrilla style advertisement into a TV show. Like if you watched that TV show in the 90s with the former Scientologist Lay Remini and uh, comedian Kevin James called King of Queens, you'll notice in the introduction when they're sitting on the park bench in New York and it's just like a quick shot of them sitting there talking, there's like a Coca-Cola can in the middle of the bench, right? Now, that's not like satanic and evil. That's just guerrilla advertising. It's product placement, and you're going to see that, obviously, in movies and TV shows, especially those that are popular and that get a lot of attention, like the you can't forget it, and which makes me think it wasn't an accident, but the Starbucks incident. Remember that with uh, the Game of Thrones TV show? Oops, they just left the Starbucks on the table. You know, it just happened to be an accidental multi-million dollar advertising stunt for Starbucks that some person on the staff of the TV show just accidentally left there, right? Just just an accident. You know, whether or not that's true, I don't know. It was an accident or if it was on purpose. Uh, but for sometimes things that we see like that in movies or TV or in music, it's not so accidental. It's very much planned. And when you start to study music and you start to study the music industry, you start to find that all the things that are done, whether in pop music or pop rock or this fusion of different types of music that we have today, I guess you could call it hip-hop. I don't really know what rap or hip-hop, I don't know what these genres are anymore. I don't really know, like, I, I don't know what genre, everything's crossed over. There's like a hybrid, just a chimera of music, but music might be more important because music is something that, going back into the ancient world, music speaks more than a 90-minute movie or a 20-minute a television show. It speaks to the soul. And there's a lot more than a simple Coca-Cola can or a Starbucks drink placed into a music video because you only have maybe three minutes some videos are maybe up to five. You don't see a lot of five-minute, six-minute songs anymore. But if you got this big, this big three, three to five-minute song, and you got all this extra space, you could, you could add more stuff like that in there. But a lot of songs are about two and a half to three, three and a half minutes long. And in these songs, what what do you see? You see a lot of the same imagery. It doesn't matter if it's Lady Gaga or Post Malone or Avril Lavigne or Billie Eilish or if it's YG or Lena Del Rey, you see the same type of imagery over and over and over again. And the imagery that you see is, for lack of a better word that would help us to identify the imagery without having all these associations and, and, and theological, religious-like um, iconography, 
is things that are diabolic. Now, Ozzy Osbourne biting the head off a bat, that's for show. Okay, that's something that's shocking. That's shock value. You know, Black Sabbath is shock value. Before Black Sabbath, nobody wanted to watch or listen to Black Sabbath. When Black Sabbath became Black Sabbath, well, that took on a whole other dimension. Because people, psychologically, were interested in the unknown, were interested in those things that are dark. We're interested in the dark side. It's alluring to us. So, of course, companies and advertisers and marketers, they're going to market towards that. You market for sex. You market for personal pleasures and conveniences and safety and security as much as you market towards the diabolic. But when you have diabolic imagery in a song or in a music video, and I mean imagery in an auditory song because it paints a picture in the conscious and or subconscious mind, and, and you see this consistently, you start to realize, okay, there's something strange here. Why do we constantly see both women and men, doesn't matter if they're gay, doesn't matter if they're straight, you know. I mean, and I say that because people like Lil, Lil Nas, right? Lil Nas is supposed, I've heard Lil Nas is supposed to be gay, right? As if that matters or that has any, it gives you some credentials or something like that, right? Uh, you get other people that are not gay. You get people like Lady Gaga who are kind of like these industry sex slaves, but others, you know, think Lady Gaga is like trans. I don't know why sex needs to be brought into it at all. But what I do know and what I find to be very bizarre is that for some reason we see this constant obsession with using uh, the diabolic as a symbol that supposedly, I, I don't know why it's chosen, but it supposedly is meant to represent uh, a relationship with like a guy, right? Like a boyfriend or something, uh, just a bad boyfriend, a, a bad relationship. And the, the bad relationship, the, the guy, it's like he's like the devil. That's what they always say. Like it's Taylor Swift, right? Uh, or Avril Lavigne. I mean, those are two that come to mind. And they've got these bad relationships with past boyfriends. And so that's, that's what they show you. They show you, oh, this is my, my ex-boyfriend, and he was a devil. And Avril Lavigne has a song called I Fell in Love with the Devil. And it's supposed to be about a guy. And Taylor Swift has music where she sings similarly. And there are so many celebrities that do this. And when people realize the imagery of diabolic things is very, very vivid. And, and I just don't get why. Why is it so vivid? So you start to ask that question, and, and the industry, you know, and the internet, they'll, they'll come back and tell you, well, it's just a metaphor. It, it's just a metaphor. It, it, it means that, you know, that relationship was so bad, it was like a deal made with the devil. And others will say, well, yeah, it's just like the music industry itself. The, the industry is so toxic, and I don't think anybody disputes that music or Hollywood, it's toxic. It's absolutely toxic for a lot of reasons. It's much more severe than the general public probably could ever realize, or even myself could realize. And you, you start to ask that question, you get that response, and you think, 
why are they using the same metaphor? Whether it's for the music industry or it's for that boyfriend who was just a bad guy. And I start to think that the metaphor is not the question. It's not the boyfriend or the music industry. They're, they're actually selling their soul to the devil. The, the metaphor in this context is the boyfriend or the music industry. Now, you might say, well, how do you sell your soul to the devil? Well, you could sell your soul to the devil in a lot of different ways. You know, you might have this image conjured up that you're signing a contract in blood in the book of night, like the new Sabrina TV show. Others might have this idea that the devil is in your bedroom at night and forces you to sign some contract in blood or people performing these horrible satanic human sacrifices and they meet this terrifying creature, entity, fallen angel, and they sign some pact you know, with the devil. Those are more like exaggerations, they're symbols, they're, 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 they're themselves metaphors of the selling of one's soul. You can sell out for power, you know, doing things that you know are not right, but doing them for money or for status or whatever, that's like selling your soul to the devil. I mean, in essence, it is selling your soul to the devil. If the devil is simply evil with a D, and it's an inversion of E-V-I-L, that's L-I-V-E, living, and it's also an inversion of the pronunciation of the word love, E-V-O-L, evil, then the devil is void of love and the devil is void of life. And so when you do things that are in contrast or contrary, rather, to love and to life, then you are performing some form of diabolic action. You are performing something that is, uh, say, you call it demonic or devilish or whatever. And I think at the core, that's what we see in Hollywood. That's what we see in the music industry. That's what we see in the entertainment industry as a whole. But... I believe, and I use one song in particular as, a, as an example, I believe that of all the music and all the things that we, we hear and the things that we see, I think a lot of the music videos, uh, whether it's you know the Grammys and the Grammy performances, the VMAs, whatever it might be, I think they're like these giant magical rituals to get people to chant in invocation, summoning, whatever you choose to call it, of something. Like that song Umbrella, where they just chant, Umbrella, Ella, 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 Ella. And then you study the word umbrella, and you find that it relates to a male and female shadow, the name Umbra and Ella. And you're basically talking about the rain man, and then Ella, 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 a female shadow. Perhaps a companion to the Rain Man that so many sing about. Eminem's got Rain Man songs you've probably heard before. Even Bob Dylan sang about the Rain Man. It's more than just throwing money in a club. It sounds like a conjuration. It sounds like an invocation, a summoning. And when they get all these people to chant this stuff and sing these songs, especially the pure, innocent youth, innocent because they haven't been exposed to this stuff otherwise, I think they're trying to bring something into existence. And tonight we're going to look at that here on The Secret Teachings. I'm Ryan Gable. There's more after this. Don't go anywhere.
This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The Ides of March is the notorious midpoint of that month associated with the death of Julius Caesar and the settling of debts in ancient Rome. Otherwise, it's a joyous gateway into the spring. To celebrate the coming equinox, The Secret Teachings is offering a one-year subscription to our show archive, montage archive, all of my digital books, and a free physical copy of one of my books with free shipping in the U.S., all for only $50. If you prefer a monthly subscription only to the archives and digital books, it's also available. Either donate $50 one time for the year or establish reoccurring payments through PayPal on our website at thesecretteachings.info or through the PayPal email rdgable at yahoo.com. This offer can be used to extend a current subscription and is good around the world. Your support truly keeps us on air five nights a week supporting both The Secret Teachings and The Fringe FM. My name is Alex Exum, and you're listening to The Fringe FM. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show. You can find me at Truth Frequency Radio or on my home website, www.kevbakershow.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. The truth is out there, and so are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. It's March, the month of the spring equinox, Ostara, right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. From parapsychology to pop conspiracy, and from parapolitics to health and esoterica, I'm Ryan Gable, host of The Secret Teachings, and I'll bring you all of this and more five nights a week right here on The Fringe FM. By using critical thinking and objectivity as keys to understanding, utilizing, and appreciating the secret teachings of all ages. You can catch The Secret Teachings Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM after Joe Rook and Lighting the Void. This is Grammy-nominated recording artist Johnny Cobb. You're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Gable, your host, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. I wonder why in the music industry in particular you see a consistent, repetitive usage of a series of symbols that relate to the devil and what I would call diabolism in order not to confuse the word with theology or religion or faith in some divinity. But something that is found all throughout pop music, rock music, rap, or whatever it is rap and hip-hop have become today. A lot of music has just become this weird chimera hybrid of bizarre, trance-inducing, mind-control-like rhythmic pattern. That ju- It's just very strange. Some of it makes me... I've said this before, especially when I listen to Lady Gaga... I really am not a Christian, 
and I read the Quran as much as I read the Bible, and I read the Bhagavad Gita as much as I read the Quran of the Bible. But when I listen to some of this crap in the music industry, and I watch some of the music videos, I don't care if they're white, black, trans, gay, straight, doesn't matter to me. Those seem to be big issues for some people. I wonder, um, you know, I just, if I should be praying and holding on to a Bible, like it, some of it is really that disturbing. And, you know, Ozzy Osbourne biting the head off a bat, that is shock value. Black Sabbath, the name Black Sabbath, I don't remember what the original name of the band was, but when they became Black Sabbath, that's shock value. Like, Ghost is shock value. When you watch some of this music today, whether you're watching the El Diablo performance uh, performance from Eurovision in Rotterdam in 2021, I don't know if you guys saw this just a few days ago, the Eurovision Song Contest. They had this singer, Elena Sagrino, perform a song called El Diablo, very similar to an Avril Lavigne song released in July of 2019 called I Fell in Love with the Devil. Or, you know, even if it's not music, it could be Azalea Banks digging up her dead cat named Lucifer, cooking it, and then putting the skull in a basket of objects that she says she uses to perform black magic and witchcraft, you know. Or it's the new Lil Nas shoes that have a drop of human blood in them, and they're an homage literally to Satan, to the devil. And these new shoes are coming out alongside of the music video Montero, which, looking at it over the the weekend, I mean, this thing had like 15 million hits. It's the number one trend on YouTube. And yet, I, I like I can't get a video on YouTube of like hardcore documented historical fact. YouTube bans it, but Lil Nas, because he's gay, can literally have sex with the devil in the video, just like the Avril Lavigne song where she talks about loving the devil, or the Poppy song, Highlight of My Low Life, or the Elena Sagarino El Diablo performance in Cyprus at Eurovision. They just, they all love the devil. And I don't think the devil is the metaphor. I think the boyfriend and the industry is the metaphor. I think the devil is something that with all the chanting, all the ritual, I think that is being conjured. The idea of it is being conjured. The image of it is being conjured. All the things the devil represents, evil, E-V-I-L, an inversion of living, an inversion of love, evil and evil. Those who do evil do harm to God's creation. They do harm to all those things that are loving and kind and full of light and life. And here in this segment, to help me break this down, is my good friend, co-host, Mike D. I just uh, got him on the line for this segment. Mike, what's your take on all this? I don't, I don't think you watched the Grammys. Those were very bizarre with Post Malone chanting, you know, in this ritual kind of, uh, you know, Hollywood is bleeding uh, song that he did. It's like a ritual chanting uh, and Billie Eilish performed her Everything I Ever Wanted song. But some of this, cra- it's just crap. And somehow it's top of the charts everywhere, and they're all singing about how they love Satan. I, I can't think that's just a coincidence. I think that they're chanting and invocating something. It's like one big magic ritual. What do you think? Yeah, I would say I really never trust anyone with face tattoos. <laughs> so you don't trust Post Malone, Mike? No. 
not at all. Any of that mumble rap garbage. I mean, real people that, you know, if you look at YouTube, you see the comments for that kind of genre of rap. Most people hate it, but it gets pushed by the media. And it's a, it's a, it's a continued, you know, just to be pushed as, as garbage, you know. There was a time when hip-hop, the lyrics were written like poetry, and there was thought and soul put into it, but not anymore, not any not with these little Nas X and little Peep and Post Malone and all these other J-Brones. It's just horrible. Lil, Lil Peep. What a name that is. <laughs> <laughs> it, these people, these people are jokes, deceased. man. I think he's deceased anyway, but little, little peep is. Yeah, yeah. I, these people are jokes. I mean, even old school Eminem was better than this. The, I don't even know what this music is. Like, let me give you an example. I got a song here. I pulled up. It's all also about the devil. It reminds me of like a Stanley Kubrick film. It looks like something from Eyes Wide Shut. It's by a rapper. I don't even know if you could call him this. Uh, a rapper. His name is YG. It's called In the Dark, and it's basically about the devil and going to a satanic orgy, which I would imagine is something that you know this guy has actually been to, probably some kind of weird eyes wide shut party. And and literally, this mic is the music. Listen, tell me if this is rap music. It's literally that for like three minutes. I don't know what that was. Repetitive brainwashing garbage. Yeah, and he's down. He's dancing with like uh, there's a checkerboard floor with skulls that look like some type of crypt, and he's got these girls with horns and some guy playing the character of the devil. And he says, "I'm in the dark trying to make a baby." I I don't know what that uh, is. Can you, can you imagine like back in the day, like pop radio was like Fleetwood Mac and all those like seventies, eighties bands that were actually played instruments and wrote lyrics and, uh, you know, with real music. And now pop has turned into a, this. I don't think that's even pop music. That's just like, it's like some weird magical chant. I'm in the dark. I'm in the dark. I'm in the dark. How do you win awards for writing the same line 25 times in a row? Well, they say that's in Hollywood. The, the, the producers that these people go to, the Katy Perry's and everybody else, there's, there's three. There's three guys that they go to. So all three, there's three guys that write all this music, if you want to call it music. And it's not like saying that from like a, because I'm Gen X. It's not coming from like a, oh, you know, he's old. That's, that's it. That, every generation kind of says that about the other generation. No, no, this is, this is to a point where it, it is garb, complete garbage. All you have to do is listen to it, look at them, read the lyrics. Well, this is my generation, and I don't understand what it is. I, I see uh, patterns reflected in what I watch. Like, so this is something that I was looking at the other day, and I wanted to to talk about it in relation to other songs that have been coming out. This uh, Eurovision song, El Diablo, it was performed, uh, I guess, in Cyprus at Eurovision 2021. It's called El Diablo. It was performed by uh, a woman, the name of Elena. Sar Garino, and uh, this is basically, I'm not going to play the whole thing, but I'll play you a little sample here, and she's just talking about how she loves the devil. Listen to this. And it just, it builds and builds and builds and builds. It goes on.
I give it all because he tells me his I'm his angel. El Diablo. So I guess it's supposed to be about a guy, right? I give him everything because I'm his angel, but he's really the devil. And it's like, okay, that song would be, you know, a one-off if there weren't hundreds of other celebrities doing the exact same thing. So here, one more time, is Elena saying that she's giving everything to the devil. And I guess because of that, Mike, there was a huge backlash and a bunch of protests there. And then Avril Lavigne, two years ago, she literally does the exact same song. She just doesn't say El Diablo. She says the devil. It's literally the same lyrics. So I don't know if that's a bad boyfriend or what that is, Mike. It's like the shock value back in the day for like Slayer Raining Blood, right? That was for teenagers. Now the shock value uh, for these songs or for kids or toddlers and infants and, and, and 11, 10-year-olds that listen to this in their car with soccer moms driving with this on, you know? It's, 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 it's what they're doing is they're going further and further, younger and younger to get them indoctrinated into this you know, believing that Satan is the good guy and God is the bad guy. Yes, and you know what? I find that interesting because about the, you know, the soccer moms because you have people that literally will cry their eyes out and have to take a day off from work because they see the, the name Donald Trump, but they're listening to like this all day. They're listening to crap like... Where women are gyrating... And that's supposed to be female empowerment, right? But then these are the same people that are upset because a guy asked a woman on a date. Right, exactly. But don't, they're just a, a hypocritical bunch of, of morons, the same people that, you know, Gina Carana gets fired and uh, these feminists, there's no stink about uh, how, how a man, the actor that plays the Mandalorian, I forget his name, he posted... Uh, he didn't retweet something. He posted it himself that Trump was a uh, akin to a Nazi Klansman and had some pictures of like b- people being killed in blood. Nothing happens to the guy, but the woman retweets something and she gets fired. But there's no uproar from any type feminists or any of these LGBTQ groups or anything like that. It's just it's ridiculous. No, man. it's it's just this. I'm in the dark going crazy. I'm in the dark trying to make a baby. Oh yeah, that's award winning. this lady uh i forget her name she did a study uh on music and how it's been uh degraded over time of how they use simplified beats and the reading level for lyrics have gone down to like a third grade like uh lyric writing yeah Uh, like a third grader can write the lyrics of these pop songs and uh, she's had a bunch of examples. She did a really good job, but it's, I'm just saying that because it's true. Well, I want to know why um, you see this over and over again. I want to get your opinion on this. My opinion, my view is that the metaphor is not the devil. The metaphor is the boyfriend. The metaphor is the industry. I'm not saying that they're literally having like some kind of 
communion with a physical demonic presence. I'm saying that is an icon, that's an image. But what they're doing is they're, they're chanting and they're invoking and trying to bring about. Christians would say they're literally bringing about the, the, the actual devil. From someone's point of view who's not a Christian, I'm looking at this and I'm wondering, you know, why more people aren't disturbed by this and why they feel Christian or otherwise, why they feel that this is somehow acceptable and okay, and why it's not suspicious that literally in every genre they're chanting and trying to raise the devil from the dead. That's not my opinion. It's in the music. They're literally singing about this. The devil is a symbol. It represents, you know, the devil represents decay, immorality. It represents an inversion of life and love. And when you exemplify those things, you are exemplifying a demonic presence. And I think that's all the music industry is doing. It is an expression of that demonic influence because what does that ultimately do? It does what you said, Mike. It breaks down and it it just shreds and rips apart the fabric of society. So you have 10-year-old kids whopping, you know, because Cardi B did it at the Grammys and that's somehow female empowerment. But if a woman is a nice dress, wants to go out to dinner with her husband, she gets trolled on social media and Twitter blocks the husband for saying you're beautiful, you know, or let's get married. But but this is OK. Whopping whopping on stage at the Grammys is OK by Cardi B, who looks like a plastic doll from a, from another planet. Yeah. Yeah. And I would uh, imagine to say that her ass probably looks like a giant wet pillow that's been stomped off by a football team with cleats. <laughs> I'd say you can't say that, but you can totally say that, Mike. I won't. I, I won't. I won't. I will not censor you here, buddy. It's just, it's here's you know, she was probably lip singing too, if you can even do that to that garbage. Uh, but Cardi like, B, uh, what Cardi B? Yeah, probably even lip syncing to that um, because she's so fat and out of shape that she probably lose her breath trying to <laughs> sing and, and gyrate at the same time. Um, that's so that's entertainment. I mean, if you can go, you can go down to a local strip club and see the same I, thing. I, I would rather go to a strip club than watch Cardi B dance. And I they probably won't be fat either. Probably a decent. No, you'd, you'd see decent something decent. Stuff. I don't know. I don't know what Cardi B is though. What is Cardi B? She looks like a, like a doll. Yeah, I think she's uh well, I think she was like, I mean, she's still fat, but I think she was even fatter and she had some, plastic surgery or something. They all, you know, it's all Hollywood. You know what happens to them. They get mind controlled and they get plastic surgery, you know. Well, this is, this is, I, you can't see it obviously, but if you go to YouTube and you type in Grammy Awards Cardi B, oh, you're going to see 10 million views because this is important. Cardi B is whopping, which I guess that means a lot of different things. You can kind of take a guess. She's literally whopping on stage and like she's like scissoring another girl on live television. I guess this was a live performance at the 63rd Grammys. This is like that's happening and this is the music. Yeah, with her leg. Listen, listen to that. Like she's literally there's a giant bed on stage. She's on the bed with her legs wide open. There's pictures of her with her tongue hanging out, licking something. And there's other girls with their legs spread wide open, you know, like wider than Kamala Harris for, you know, a political position. This is it. And it's almost worse that it's censored because you know what it is, so you have to think about it. 
And then that plays yeah. more sharply on the conscious mind. I mean, these people are, it's not just degrading filth. This is just like subhuman. It's just so alien. It's like an alien force is trying to destroy human civilization. Who are these people, Mike? For sure. I mean, um, it gets even worse than that with the with the the Nas X shoes. Well, yeah. What are these? I saw this uh, on the internet over the weekend. What is this? This is like a limited edition pair of Nikes, and I'm not sure if this is. Um, custom by a different company that have bought the shoes and then customize it or this is actually from nike because it's actually uh, if it's actually from nike as actually produced and manufactured by nike then they've got a lot of explaining to do because this limited edition shoe is uh it's black and red and it has a pentagram little um uh, like trinket on the shoelaces and um it comes in a box with a Bible quote that uh, I forget from John or Luke about the devil or something. And uh, they're limiting the the amount to 666. Also, they're doing more than... So I had read that there was one pair of shoes, but I didn't read beyond that. So they're doing like 666 pairs of shoes. But there's a drop of blood in them, right? Like human yeah, blood? Yeah, I mean, what's, what's disturbing is that... Yeah, I mean, what's disturbing is just what you said is there's a drop of blood in the shoes that they're, they're marketing and promoting. Yeah, the, like, and, 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 uh, doing the research, which I haven't done fully yet, I, I don't know whose blood this is. But anytime you mess it's with from blood... The sla- it's from the slave children in China that make the shoes. <laughs> Probably. As you know, anytime you mix blood with an occult theme or an esoteric theme, um, demonic theme, there's big trouble. Magic theme with blood involved uh it's not something that you should you should really mess around with and to have that as a marketing kind of ploy it's just totally just weird and and disgusting you know it's it's bizarre actually Well, well we did a we did a show on this about a week ago we talked about the uh public school system in california the california department of education they literally want kids in an ethnic studies program to chant the name of an Aztec God and in chanting the name of this Aztec God, they want kids to de they want them to chant decolonization and liberation. It's like some very weird, you know, like black lives matter chant or something to that effect. Uh, but they want them to chant the name of this Aztec God, uh, Tezcatlipoca, who's a god of nighttime, a god of mirrors, and a god that is contrary to Quetzalcoatl, so basically making Tezcatlipoca uh, uh, Poca the, the Aztec devil. So they want kids not to say God or I pledge allegiance to the flag or anything like that, but you can chant the name of an Aztec god that demanded human sacrifices. So that happens in California while the music industry produces like these Grammy Awards where Cardi B is whopping on stage and then Lil Nas has a pair of shoes with human blood in them. There's companies like Ambrosia that are having, you know, the blood taken out of young people and put into rich, powerful people if they pay for it. You've got Bite Labs taking cells from celebrities to make fake meat that's human meat, but it's made in a lab. I mean, yeah. wh- what is this? What is going on in the world, Mike? 
I mean, you and no. you, you, you and you and I have talked about this for maybe like seven, eight years, and it's just becoming more and more evident. The things we talked about almost a decade ago, how 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 they're becoming more well known, how it's becoming just like everyday news now. Like you, what what what, what the hell are these shoes, dude? Well, the picture of uh, him, he's covering one eye with the shoe too. Another more symbolism that they just they they love to do, but. Um, the shoes themselves. So the 666, ooh, you know, spooky number pairs, ooh, a limited ooh. edition. Um, it's going through a different, it's not going through, uh, Nike. It's a, going through this company. Um, M S C H F. I don't know who that is. Um, but they're using the Nike air max 97. Uh, and they're customizing that shoe. So you know how the gel insole insoles for those sneakers at the bottom. So the blood drop is in the, uh, the the insole, the little you know cushion part. Yeah, clear. I see. Clear, yeah, the clear cushion part. So another that. thing with these shoes is I don't know who's going to buy them unless you got some money, but they're a thousand dollars for the shoes. Well, you know what? That, that, that uh, you'll have enough money if you got the uh, the stimulus check. You got about a you know a hundred and <laughs> what, what do you got a hundred and eighty two dollars left over for something else? Yeah. You could you could buy. You well, could, I know there's I know there's sneak there's there's people that collect sneakers. Um, I just don't you know. And they're going for you know the collectors. Uh, there's collectors that pay thousands of dollars for these for sneakers. So, um, well, this these shoes too. Also, they they came out around the t- they're called Satan shoes, and and there was also a. Uh, some kind of Christian Jesus-like shoe that was released at one point, where they had holy water in them. So they've done something like this before. Uh, and the sh- and and these shoes, um, they do reference that Bible verse, Luke ten eight. I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. And so then this little Nas video came out. Montero, call me by your name. It's number one on YouTube, and it's it's an homage to the Garden of Eden. And as the video progresses, it gets darker and darker and darker. And by the end of it, you get Lil Nas in hell having sex or giving a lap dance to the devil. And uh, that's just, that's number one on YouTube. Yeah, it's pretty disturbing. Um, The video itself is even, yeah, tying in the video is even probably, well, I don't know. Like I said, anytime you mess with blood, we don't know whose blood that is. What the what that blood was used for? Was that blood used in t- any type of ritual? And now you're putting in a shoe, and now you're wearing it. Yeah. And you know, it's just. Um, <laughs> well, it's it's pretty. Stay away from these shoes. Yeah, it's pretty strict in the Bible. If you are a Christian, you read the Bible, Leviticus chapter seventeen. It was established, and you know, a number of other chapters too. But it was established that the blood of any animal, beast, bird that the blood isn't to be consumed. The blood is to be poured out because the blood is the life of the animal and the blood belongs to God. And so when they take the blood and they use it in these ritualistic purposes, it's another inversion of life. They're taking the life essence, the life force, and they're pouring it into these diabolical images and the symbols and the sigils that then are charged by people paying attention to them and watching this music and watching this imagery, Mike. Right. You're giving that life force to whatever entity that you're conjuring. Yes, here's uh, here's Montero, Lil Nas. This is just more award-winning music. We locked them away, and it sounds good at first. No, you know, we banished them. It's about like here? personal demons. Welcome to Montero. 
There's a serpent on the tree. I caught it bad just today. And he's dressed like he's going to do drag queen story time. L- literally, dude, I don't. So, so there's like a, a, a weird, demonic, satanic, like serpent that comes down off the tree who looks like an alien. And it has a lot of imagery that's similar to that Katy Perry song called E.T. It's very, very similar to that, like aliens. And then Lil Nas gets possessed by this serpent. So that part right there is the devil looking into his eyes, taking possession of him, and then saying that you can call me whenever you need me. Which is like when you conjure something, you you have the spirit at your beck and call. And then he starts kissing the devil serpent, and I'm then it's like that turns into him doing like a wop dance. And on the devil's lap in hell, and it looks like something from that video game Oblivion, and then it just it goes to this, and he's literally literally riding the devil. What is this, man? This isn't like being a prude. This is like why. Well, reading some of these Twitter comments on here, one uh, without the comment, but the person's name was "Why was I born a man?" That's oh. just, oh, what is going on here, dude? I, I don't, I don't what, what know, is, man. Is, 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 I mean, uh, you know, they took the hormone stuff out of the cattle a long time ago. What, what is going on here? Do I you, mean, what did people, con- I mean, maybe that's still coming. What did they consume, like, you know, 20 years ago as a baby that's making them put on their Twitter, why was I born a man? It's just, what the? Well, do you do you want to stay for another segment, or do you have to go? Because we've got only about ninety seconds here. Yeah, let's stay on for another segment and keep continuing with this because I think this is important for people to see that it's no longer in the shadows; it's it's right up in, in your face uh, of this. Basically, we're we're living in the end of the the Roman Empire right now. Yeah, the, 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 the depravity and the, the, the degrading of all things that are pure and all things that are natural, all things that are living and all things that are full of love and light. If you want to use those kinds of words. It's not about being a prude or about being a Christian or having that bias. It's I just try to look at things from a balanced point of view perception. And I listen to this music. I watch this stuff. And it, it, it communicates to my subconscious and these like red flags and alarm bells start going off. And I just ha- I have to share it with you as an audience because it's very disturbing to me. And I just I want to get a Bible and I want to go to a church and I want to pray and just close my eyes and hope I don't get consumed by this darkness. I can't imagine what the average person watching and listening to this stuff is experiencing subconsciously and how that affects their life. But that's why we talk about it here on The Secret Teachings. There's more after this. Don't go anywhere. The truth is out there, and so are we. KTLK, Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The Ides of March is the notorious midpoint of that month associated with the death of Julius Caesar and the settling of debts in ancient Rome. Otherwise, it's a joyous gateway into the spring. 
To celebrate the coming equinox, The Secret Teachings is offering a one-year subscription to our show archive, montage archive, all of my digital books, and a free physical copy of one of my books with free shipping in the U.S., all for only $50. If you prefer a monthly subscription only to the archives and digital books, it's also available. Either donate $50 one time for the year or establish reoccurring payments through PayPal on our website at thesecretteachings.info or through the PayPal email rdgable at yahoo.com. This offer can be used to extend a current subscription and is good around the world. Your support truly keeps us on air five nights a week supporting both The Secret Teachings and The Fringe FM. I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. Tonight we're looking at the music industry, the Eurovision performance by a singer named Elena Sagarino, who performed a song called El Diablo. I'll play you a brief segment of that. I give it all. I give it up because he tells me his, you know, I'm his angel. angel. El Diablo. And these weird demonic like creatures crawl out of the darkness to her. They look like that guy from uh, Evil that go into the woman's bedroom. If you watch that TV show, they're just like these demonic uh, night terrors that creep up to this girl. And if you listen to the music, it's very, it's pretty interesting because I, I was listening to it and I thought, I've heard that beat somewhere. Uh, it just sounds really, really, really similar to a very, very famous, per- perhaps the most famous Lady Gaga song called Bad Romance that has like a billion hits on YouTube, which we've analyzed, you know, countless times from the bathtub to the big eyes to the Marilyn Monroe to the monster and all that stuff. But it's very similar music, at least... I think a lot of Lady Gaga's music is similar. I don't know if it's the same people making the music. It's not the same producer. I checked that. But listen, it's just very similar. It's all that same pop-like music. And then here is Elena again singing about the devil. El Diablo, and then I think maybe uh, that's my imagination that I'm seeing all this, and then I think, wait, I remember Avril Lavigne did a song like this back in 2019, and literally she says virtually the same thing Elena says. I don't know about you, but at least at least Avril Lavigne looks like a woman. At least she looks like a human being. 
At least she doesn't look or do the kinds of things that we saw in the Cardi B performance at the Grammys last week, which looked and sounded something like this. Oh, people are clapping. They're, they're whopping. All right, so that's the Grammys. I don't know. I'd make it rain for Avril Lavigne, but I would not make it rain for Cardi B. Mike D is my good friend and co-host with us this evening for this segment. Uh, Mike, what the hell is going on? Well, Levine, Levine was, you know, she had to uh, step up her game. Her controller said to, to write a song about Satan because I'm in love with the skater boy. We'll no longer sell records. <laughs> That's right. Um, what so what, what you happened? Gotta, you got to up, 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 your, up your game up. Yeah, she went from skater boy to uh, send me a halo because I'm in love with the devil. That's a very. Yeah, unfortunately, we're not back in 2003, so. What, what's the what's um, the yeah, reason? What's the reasoning, what Mike? Said too, uh, this, this is this this will get you angry, no matter what kind of religious aspect, spiritual act, act, aspect that you're coming from. Just seeing this blatant uh, Satan worship is just so disturbing, especially put out there for young people. But I agree with you. You know, if I saw Nas X walking down the street, I, I, I'd like to shove a inverted crucifix down his throat and then choke him with the Templar flag. Dude, I don't, I don't, I don't know if you held, if you held a cross to that guy, he might burn. <laughs> oh man. What, it's so funny, what, what man. Even, what is this has been going on for so long, but it's, it's, it's to the point where what, what, what can you now you put blood in the shoe? What's next? <laughs> right. I don't, I just don't get, what the appeal is, maybe it's the appeal to the dark side and to the mysterious, but when it's so heavily influential in, in the way that it is, I mean, from the Grammys to Eurovision, what's that? Corporatized Satanism. Yeah, it is corporatized Satanism. That's a great way to look at it. And there's something, there's something deeper than that, that it, it, it's just the essence of a symbol and how, how we look at a symbol and how it has so many meanings. The reason this imagery is used I don't mean like they're they're literally shaking hands physically with a devil. The devil is a concept. But when you use that imagery and when you degrade what is human and what is full of life and full of love and invert those things into evil and evil, E-V-I-L, E-V-O-L, an inversion of live and love, then you are essentially a Satanist. And it's unfortunate these words get thrown around and there's this buzzwords satanism and demonic and satanism and demonic but a lot of people use them they don't really even understand what they mean you got to use them in their proper context and if you don't do that then they lose their meaning and then it's harder to express you know concern for whatever the hell this is at the grammy awards you know or or whatever the hell this crap is at the eurovision Like, why? I, I just, aren't there other things to sing about? You know? How many times can you say that you're in love with the devil? We get it. You like Satan. Can we talk about something else? You know what I mean, Mike? Yeah. yeah. Come on. No, we, we get it. You're, you're cool. You're spooky. You're, you're mysterious. You're in love with the devil. Congratulations. You're in, love <laughs> with, you're in love with the concept, so I don't know who you'd be banging. 
you know? <laughs> Unless it's some type of entity pretending to be Satan. Well, the music, the music industry executive, most likely. That's who the devil ultimately it was. So it's like a mashup. Yeah, I think of, it's uh, what's the last name on that executive? Goldstein. It's probably Goldstein, Silverstein, Platinumstein. You know, <laughs> Greenberg, Federal Reserve Notestein, Ruben, Rubenstein. But but Mike, you know what? There are other musicians who don't do stuff like this, and they're extremely talented. They get a tremendous amount of of hits on YouTube and other platforms. And they make music more like this. I want to just play you a minute of this song. This is by one of my favorite rappers named Dax. And this is, he's not necessarily a Christian, but this is a song about God and the Bible. And it's just like, it's actual music and it's modern music. It's not something that whatever these people are trying to conjure. It's like real music. Listen to this. At least I think it's, I think that this is a, a, a good song at least. I'm not sure if he's an actual Christian, but it's still a very good song. Dear God, there's a lot of questions that I have about the past, and I don't want to hear it from a human. You made it, so you're the last person that I'm ever going to ask. Tell me what's real. Tell me what's fake. Why is everything about you a debate? What's the point of love? Every time I showed it, I was broken, and it's forced me just to only want to hate. Why is it only one you but multiple religions? Why does every conversation end in a division? So there's an example. That, to me, sounds more like music. And then he put out a new song. This is just another quick example. If you got a comment. Well, at least you can understand what he's saying, so yeah, I'll agree with you on that, on that aspect. <laughs> right, exactly. You can at least understand the words coming out of his mouth. And then uh, here's another song that just came out. It's about the apocalypse. Here's another example. Choose your side and protect your soul. Devil is lurking, he's looking for victims and power to use and regain his control. No one to trust everybody's corrupt. End of the world really feels like it's close. Feels like it's true, man, and I'm just a person they watched at home on an evening show. Fake information and all of it's free. Dumb politicians, corrupt police, pace and riots, bodies, pines. So just another example. That's some yeah, music no, that I, I listen to. I agree with you. There's like legit social content there that's not screaming about how evil Donald Trump is. It's like <laughs> it's like the the rapper uh, McDonald, Tom McDonald. Tom McDonald, yeah. Same thing. There's actually good advice for young people in his music. He, um, he's got great music. You, you listen to some of his stuff? Oh, sure. Yes, yes, I have. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's a great social commentary, and he speaks from just common sense. And uh, it's, it's good stuff. Well, I'll play an example of his stuff. This is uh, the song Cancelled. Y'all can't cancel me. My life is scandal free. There ain't no sponsors taking losses cause the brand is me. My hands are clean. My family and my fans agree. Y'all can't cancel me for facts because you're mad and weak. Go ahead and tell the world I'm ugly and racist. I braid my hair and I don't care about cultural appropriation. I moved to the ghetto, lived in the ghetto. There's no Caucasians. And still I loved every single one of my neighbors. How's a man say I'm clickbait if he gonna use this face to get clicks on his page y'all hypocrites are made but i ain't tripping about these bullies it ain't sixth grade go ahead and diss me trying to sell a couple mixtapes i'm not afraid take my face in my name paste it on the front so it's like okay there are people that can actually make music and these people like tom mcdonald or dax and others they make you know millions of dollars off of their youtube channels they're totally independent they have no music label they have no record uh, executive that tells them what to do or what to say 
and they have followings that are arguably bigger than people like Cardi B with the inflated social media accounts and the ridiculous news coverage that's paid for. I mean, these are real artists. They're people like you and me. They're people that made it big on actual talent. So these people still exist. We just don't get to see them because Cardi B is whopping at the Grammys. Right. Yeah. Again, the media, uh, big media controls what most people see. And really, I mean, reality, most people out there are, they're not, they're sheep. They don't know what's going on and it's really not their fault, but they're the majority of people are, you know, watching this and, and thinking that this is, this is music, you know? Have you? Do you even know what a WAP is? I, I had to ask somebody what WAPing um, was. That's a, a well. If you called me a WAP, I'll punch you in the face because I'm Italian. <laughs> that's, uh, that's I'm a sorry, swear. Mike. I'm sorry, Mike. I, I'm going to have to have a press conference and apologize. No, actually, if you call me, well, I just laugh. If you call me a WAP, I'm not going to call me. Call me. You can call me a honky. You can call me a WAP. I'll just laugh. Words mean nothing to me. You yeah. know, in con and in context or out of context. <laughs> I've got German in me, Native American. Call me a redskin. Call me, you know, I don't, I call me, I don't care. <laughs> exactly. People are so consumed. Hey, you, hey, you greasy wobble. Like, <laughs> we're back. We're back, to, uh, back tonight on the secret teachings. I'm Ryan Gable. We're here with my good friend, uh, WAP D. How you doing, WAP? <laughs> Pretty good, man. Are you offended? How you doing, Kraut? I'm, I'm doing fantastic. I love sauerkraut. You know, I, I, Where's, I thought your other co-host was a was a Jap. No, I don't have a Jap co-host. I do not have a Jap co-host. <laughs> <laughs> I almost went to Japan. Almost went to Japan, but then uh, Klaus Schwab decided to take over the world, so I had to cancel my plane ticket. <laughs> I, what a weirdo that guy is! To read, do the research on his you have, transhumanism humanism agenda. You would have no items. Unbelievable, and saying that uh, you know, down the road, even doctors, lawyers will be non-existent. Right. Where where do the where do these people come from? Who who are these people? I just they just come out of nowhere, and suddenly you have to listen to them. It's just all based on you know the perception of authority, or what they call what's the fallacy, uh, uh, the, the 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 fallacy of authority, appeal to authority. It is, they look like an authority, like Cardi B. Cardi B and, 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 and Lady Gaga and whoever this girl is, uh, Elena, yeah, her name's Elena Sargrino uh, or something, sang the El Diablo song. These are just people that you're told, listen to them, watch them. These are the top songs. This is the Eurovision performance. This is the Grammys. This is the VMAs. Listen to Billie Eilish. She's the greatest. But it's like they none of these people have talent or they have so little talent that they have to balloon it with digital enhancements and, you know, uh, shock value to get people to pay attention to it. Basically, let's put it this way. Cardi B is like the Joe Biden of music. Nobody likes her. She has very few fans, ultimately, compared to some of these other people on YouTube that make, you know, hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars a week doing independent music with no label. But we're told that Joe Biden's the president. Everybody loves him. Not true. Cardi B's the the goddess. You got to love Cardi B and Beyonce. It's just it's crammed down your throat is all that it is, Mike. Oh, for for sure. It's, again, it's it's big media pushing these stars and with an agenda behind it. You know, 
because it's not even good music, right? So horrible music. I think they're pushing they're pushing more of an agenda than they are actually, you know, music. Here's another again. Uh, it's, again, it's, it's 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 the the beats are all the same. If you really get down to it, the time signatures of these songs are all very similar. Yeah, I want to play another one of those in a second. But before we do that, I want to play this. Uh, first couple seconds of the uh, Tom McDonald No Lives Matter. Now, he's got 12 million hits on this. That's just about as much as, let me check the new Lil Nas song. Lil Nas has 14 million. Tom McDonald, with no label, got as many hits, but he's not even, like, ranked. You don't even see a rank on YouTube. But Lil Nas has sex with the devil, and he's number one on YouTube with with just <laughs> barely more hits than Tom McDonald. This is Tom McDonald's song that has him as many hits almost as Lil Nas's uh, what's this song called? I can't even... Montero. And this song actually has value. Listen to this. Hip-hop diet is full of guys who cannot even rap. Facts. Media dividing us by colors, white or black. Facts. If you believe in Jesus, these days Christians get attacked. Facts. If you don't hate police, then everybody thinks you're whack. And everything's so connected. Black Lives Matter got so aggressive. White folks who agree can't support the message. Both sides go to war because they don't respect it. Our social climate from the global tension turned to total violence and a whole depression. We could unify and then I'll go against them, but we let them divide us with votes and elections. Hey, the music we bump. All about shooting guns and doing drugs. Hey, whoa. The things that we want are promoted subliminally through the songs like you need a fast car. You need designer clothes. You need a rap star to tell you to start popping pills at the blunt and go live at the club to your bro. It's all controlled by the elites. Put fake news all over our screens. Convincing the right to go fight with the left and distract from the fact it's each other we need. Uh, divided by race and religion. Segregated into teams. Uh, you're a white supremacist. If you're not, I guess you Antifa. So that's basically the intro to that song. And then that compare that with the same amount of views, basically, to whatever the hell this shit is. Humping the devil. I, I don't even know what this is. He's riding the devil on a chair in hell. And that has just a few more views than Tom McDonald's. <laughs> is that where black gays go? They they go down to the devil to ride the devil I, on, I guess on so. the devil's throne. I guess so. This looks. I mean, this looks like a scene from that video game Oblivion. To give why isn't idea. every Baptist Christian black church up in arms about this? Right. Maybe maybe it's too early yet, but it should be. I mean, there there are so many I, like I love rap music. I know you like hip hop music. There are so many great rappers. Like I like Hobson. Hobson's a great rapper. There's and like old school rap. There's so much good music, but we don't get to hear that music anymore unless you know you have family that teaches you this stuff or friends that teach you good. And I don't even know a lot about music. I just grew up with hip hop, but I don't know what the hell this stuff is today. And I don't know why it's all the exact same image. It's everybody's banging the devil. They're having like intercourse with the devil or orgies in the music industry with black goo coming out of their mouth. I mean, are there really three guys that write all this stuff? I guess it's not hard when when you just repeat the same line over and over for the whole song. Yeah, well, the three guys, the three guys that uh, I, I did research and read about were the same people that wrote songs for Taylor Swift, Britney Spears, uh, Katy Perry. Uh, and there was, um, uh, what's this, the other skinny, uh, white girl. There's um, so many, there's so many skinny. Yeah, white hold girls. on. Uh, <laughs> see, oh, Miley, Miley Cyrus. Oh yes. And, uh, two other ones, these three guys, 
wrote all their top songs. That's when they go all to. the songs. Yeah, it's like the article. The article was like, "Want to make a hit song for the masses? You go to three three guys in Hollywood." Or, and it was a good. Actually, it was a good article. I mean, who, no matter what they write, it doesn't matter what they write. It's the top of the charts. I mean, when when the system's rigged, it doesn't matter what the content is because you're always going to win the award. When the the award show's rigged, you're always going to win the award. Doesn't matter how crappy the music is, you know. Very true. And when you Very t- true. They, they tune when they tune this stuff, Mike. Like I listen, I'll just be driving, you know, out in the country, taking a drive, and suddenly into my head pops Lady Gaga, and I start singing, "I live for the applause, applause." And I, I don't even like that song. It just they engineer it to get stuck in your head. It's not, and it's not just like a psychological phenomenon. It's it's literally like mind control. They understand. Uh, it's not some kind of sinister conspiracy. It's just, I think it's probably basic science, basic psychology, how the brain works and what frequencies can be placed in the brain so that they just get stuck in a repeating pattern. And that's the music that we can't stop listening to. It's as simple as that. Read Mark Devlin's book. Mark Devlin explains it. Yeah, it's just like nursery rhymes. You know, how it's, it's a repetitive, it gets stuck in your head by the way the time signature and the lyrics are wrote, you know? Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a number of other songs too that that are very similar to the Avril Lavigne song where you know she's here singing about the devil. Play that play that again uh, for you, uh, real fast so you can hear that Avril Lavigne. Uh, I fell in love with the devil. At least at least I can look at Avril Lavigne. At least she's an attractive lady. I mean, really, I don't know what Cardi B is. Uh, it's because she's black. No, it's because she looks like a plastic doll. Avril Lavigne looks like a very attractive woman. <laughs> and she's talented. She's actually talented. You know, at least she's. I can look at her. Let's put it that way. I can look at Avril Lavigne. I'd make. It, I'd make it rain for Avril Lavigne. You know what I mean? Right. But then, and then this woman, whatever the hell this is, I don't know what this is. She's not bad looking either. But holy hell. It sounds like a Lady Gaga song. El Diablo, El Diablo. Right, and then and then you have Poppy. Now this girl looks like she looks. They intentionally make her. You know what she looks like, right? Poppy, that Poppy. What you say? How she looks like? Yeah, you know what she looks. She looks like she's like fifteen, but she's twenty-five. Oh yeah, she's like super pasty, white-looking. Yeah, yeah, super pasty, white-looking, and she looks really, really young. And in this video, she's talking to the literal devil, and she's sitting at a table, and the whole presentation is about it, basically a, a deal she made with the devil, and it's her last supper, and the devil's eating a banana, talking, you know, obviously the innuendo. And then she says something about him coming into her life, and when she says, come, he pours white liquid out of a container. And then she signs a, like a bunch of you know papers and and red paint, which is blood. And so she's also singing about uh, a deal that she made with the devil. And in the song, she tries to walk away from the devil. But when she meets the devil, he's the highlight of her miserable life. So I just can't, I can't figure out 
why other people can't figure out that it's literally three people writing this and this isn't music. No, it's like, uh, sorry, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Go ahead. That was the sound like the cabal got you there. I'm sorry about that. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, uh, so the music is, it's again, <laughs> this pop friendly. I mean, she's not angrily singing about the devil. This is, it's like a fun song right. you know, for children to listen to. That's where it starts mind-effing people, right? You're not hearing that black metal. <laughs> That's right. It's, it doesn't sound like this. Hold on, this is one of my favorites. It doesn't sound like this. I'm in a dark going crazy. I'm in a dark trying to make a baby. Mm. I'm in a dark life. Mm-hmm, yeah. That's a really, really good song. <laughs> But if you're if you were black, wouldn't you feel like and you were into music and you were like a musician, wouldn't you be like offended by that? What the hell is that? That's not that's not even sound to me. That's just like a distortion in my reality. Yeah, I think uh again, because of the, the censorship on people's real feelings about this, you'll probably find a lot of people of all races that are just like, What is this garbage? What is this garbage? You know? right. It's just uh it's the same thing, but, uh, you know, Disney couldn't stop it, at least when they fired Gina Carano and Disney on their uh, home YouTube page posted some videos and people just got on there and just was, it was twice as many thumbs down yeah. as there were up. And then the comments were, again, free Gina Carano, you know, what did you do to, you know, hire Gina back? All these comments of thousands of people, thousands. And you can go on YouTube right now. The videos were still, are still up there last time I checked. Uh, from a couple weeks ago where I don't know if people are still doing it, but there was a huge backlash. I heard about that. I didn't follow it much. You and some other people I knew had shared that with me. I, I, I didn't particularly like the Mandalorian that much, but I, I did, um, I did like it a lot more, at least her character when I found that out. And I just, it's just persecution because of a tweet for a retweet. Yeah. For, 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 a, for a retweet, nonetheless, well, hey, on, on, on comparing the cancel culture to Nazism, which is correct, which then, is the correct. Then they go, which is correct. It is. And then they cancel her. And then they, she gets fired. But then you have this huge uprising of people that are like, no, we like her. Just like the, the, the number, like people that like, you know, Dax or Tom McDonald, or these rappers that get as many hits, if not more than little Nas riding the devil in hell. But you're told, no, Joe Biden is the president. No, Lil Nas is the rapper. No, Cardi B is the role model. Right, these are the people you should listen to and and follow. I think I think Tom and guy, guy that can't even walk up uh, stairs trips three times in a row. Well, if you got hit in the head with a golf ball, Mike, you'd have fallen too, probably. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, listen, we have we have to in these in these couple. I'm gonna skip the final break tonight. I don't know if you want to stay with me, but if not, I'm gonna finish it without a break we have to talk about this if you are going to go in a second uh the lena del rey kim trails over the country club have you seen that video i have not no tell me about this okay so do you know lena del rey do you know who she is or what what her what her image is or any of that no not a clue okay so lena del rey she's a singer who has like so many other singers she's changed her identity uh, she was not always Lena Del Rey. And uh, when her original persona, I think it was Lizzie Grant, 
when that didn't uh, become successful, uh, they changed her name to Lena Del Rey, and she, I, I think she had like a relationship with Harvey Weinstein, even like an open relationship with Harvey Weinstein. Literally, there's pictures of them. I think they were dating or whatever, whatever the hell Harvey Weinstein was. Some people said he had like an egg-shaped penis vagina. He was like a hermaphrodite, some of the women said. I don't know what that was, but she had like this weird Harvey Weinstein relationship and she had these alternate personalities. And so she does this song now. It's got 16 million views. Somehow it's got 16 million views. It's more than Lil Nas and he's number one on YouTube. So I don't get that. But uh, it's called Kim Trails Over the Country Club. And the first part of it kind of sounds like this. It's very like, it's very, very 50s-esque. The way she dresses, the car she's driving, uh, like 50s, 60s, somewhere in there. She's got pearls on and there's like roses and stuff like that. It's very gentle and kind of sweet. And you see chemtrails coming over top. I kind of interpreted it as, and she's driving the Mercedes too, the car Diana died in, Princess Diana, uh, the triune symbol. And then there's the rose, which was, you know, Diana was the rose. So she's singing this song. I think it's like her life is great. She's wealthy. She's got what she wants. And even though there's chemtrails in the sky, it's not a great, you know, day. She's under some kind of mind control. She puts the, a mask on to cover her face. And I think it has more uh, to do with uh, the suppression of the artists in the industry. Because this is a, a consistent theme way before the coronavirus. And so that's basically it. And it just goes on like that for like three minutes. Like this. And it just sounds great, you know. And then it turns into this. So suddenly, all of a sudden, it just is like... A tornado picks her up and takes her to Oz, where she becomes like a sex slave to the industry, you know, the standard stuff. Right. Right? And then it turns dark, and it looks like a Kesha video. Everybody has light-up eyes, and they're like these half-human, half-animal sex slave girls who are like gyrating on camera like Cardi B at the Grammys. This is literally it. This is what it looks like, sounds like. It's like something you'd play in the background during Halloween to scare the neighborhood. That's it. So that's the song. And it just goes on like that for another like three minutes of whatever the hell animal sexuality and people with elf ears. And it's, it's a huge song. It's just, it's this, this. And then she breaks through the mirror, which obviously is the mirroring of the personality, the MPD or the, you know, multiple personality disorder. That's the song. I don't know what it is. You know, at least it's at least it's at least this part sounded like music, right? At least this was music. At least that was music. OK, I'll give her that. But it's just like well, at least she's mentioning chemtrails. So. Right. I've had a lot of people ask me about this. I was hoping that you had heard about it. I have not, but I'll I'll look it up. Yeah, have have a look at it and let me know what you think. Uh, you know, just off air, maybe so she's, come back on. So she's one of the ladies that um, was abused by Weinstein. by Harvey. Yeah. Well, she she and had a mentioned to his uh, his his private area. No, well, no, 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 no. Like, she didn't. She didn't mention it. I just other women had mentioned that he's like a hermaphrodite. I don't know if that's right. true. I just, he's a disgusting pile of trash, and I just wanted to, 
wanted to well, express that. Well, another uh, pile of trash is James Gunn. But if you are in Hollywood and you and uh, you get fired as director from one uh, movie for posting uh, tweets that uh, baby raping and killing and eating babies and uh, little boy uh, molesting tweets, you get fired. But then you get hired right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By, of course, uh, of course. Oh, go ahead, Mike. I was being sarcastic. Yeah, by by Disney, I think that's um, one of the big studios. He got hired back to do the Suicide Two Suicide Squad Two movie. Uh, so tell me what's going on there. You know. So okay, so let I me. Mean, he was actually terminated for those for the backlash of those tweets, but yet he's picked up again. And then people, this movie is coming out, and people are like, "Oh, this movie looks so good, and it's so great, and it's such an improvement." So let me. You know, giving the giving the guy a free pass for being a. Uh, pedophile <laughs> so how is that okay let me get this straight let me get this straight can, can you stay for the final segment yeah yep. okay okay so we're going to skip the break if you want to check out the show it's the secret teachings.info we've been on air for over 10 years now six years professionally the whole archive is on the website we do this five nights a week monday through friday right here on the fringe we compete with so many of the big shows that have million dollar budgets and we do it because of listeners like you who send me content and the shows that I put together, people like Mike D, people like Jack, and uh, all the guests that we've had on over the years, www.thesecretteachings.info, facebook.com forward slash thesecretteachings. And if you want to contact us, rdgable at yahoo.com. You can contact me, Mike, even Jack, rdgable at yahoo.com. Mike and Jack are uh, my two occasional co-hosts here on The Secret Teachings. So again, www.thesecretteachings.info. My books are on the website as well. Uh, the Technological Elixir is a book I wrote. It's a huge book. I just re-edited the whole thing, rewrote a bunch of it, added some new chapters, and it has a huge section on the music industry if you're interested in reading more. But every time a new song comes out, I have to rewrite the damn book because there's just like 100 new pages I have to add with Lil Nas writing The Devil in Hell. So I just I hate when this music comes out because I have I, not only do I have to do a show, I have to write a new book. You know, it just gets it gets tiring. But my question to you, Mike, is how it can Gina Carano be fired for a tweet and James Gunn and Brian Singer are like banging kids and, and, and torturing people in Hollywood and they get to direct movies? Yeah, that's it just shows you the control that this group has over everything where you think, oh, well, hey, they fired him. So, uh, you know, it's, that's good. And then he gets picked up by another studio it's just all it's all controlled and it's all smoke and mirrors to make you seem like they're this the hollywood is you know for the people doing the right things when obviously they're not never have been right no hollywood is i mentioned this in the first segment a lot of you probably know this hollywood is the wood of the druidic magician the magicians that conjure up storms and illusions the silver screen it's literally a magic wand and they use it to cast this illusion to create this these these images, these false views of reality, and it can just it can't be a greater example of what the music industry itself is. It just creates these illusions and these things that are not true, that are not reality. These artificial narratives and these artificial frames, and it just does it in a simpler, shorter version than the nightly news does, or a ninety minute movie does, you know, or a thirty minute television show. And it just condenses it. And so you get a high-dose concentration of cultural poison that gets dumped into your subconscious and absorbed through the eyes. And then you wonder why little girls that are six years old are whopping and, and flossing, 
you know, with towels between their legs. And then it's like, well, well, I don't, I just don't understand what, where, what happened to this generation. It's not old people wondering that. It's me wondering what happened to my generation. I'm wondering what happened to the generation, like Mike's generation. You know, I just don't get it. Yeah. That's, I, I'm wondering the same thing you are, Mike, and I'm younger than you. Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, my generation, you know, put Jar Jar Banks in the Star Wars movies. So we're not, we're not really that good either. Yeah, it's less than, uh, you know, the, uh, the return of the Jedi, uh, you know, cultural woke bullshit that's been in the last three, uh, three movies. So we did one up there. You did. I mean, you, you did. did one up, you did one up us there by that garbage. You think, you have, think the Jaja Binks, Binks is worse than pink hair? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had the money ploy too. You know, how, how rude. the Ewoks. The, the Ewoks were not originally the, the, the supposed to be in the Return of the Jedi. It was supposed to be the the, the slave planet was supposed to be freed. That it was going to be the uh, you know the Wookie. It was going to be the Wookie planet. But they said, well, Wookies are big. You know, they're kind of scary. We need to sell the children, so we need to make them smaller. You know, and more furry. So let's throw on these Ewoks. You know. These little midgets with spears that you know can beat stormtroopers with uh, laser guns. <laughs> that that what, these these new Star Wars movies were so horrific, dude. Yeah, the the uh, the yeah, and I can tell you what, man. I mean, Hollywood is the is the most racist group of people because when they uh, put the movie posters out promoting the movies to China, China doesn't like black people, so they had that. Uh, <laughs> The black <laughs> guy true, in there. They actually took him out of, of the movie posters or made him super smaller uh, because <laughs> Chinese people don't like black people. Are you talking about John Boyega? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, What's his name? Finn in the movie or something? Yeah. I, I did. I didn't particularly like uh, like his character. I didn't like the guy as an actor. And I didn't really like—I didn't really like anybody in Star Wars. I thought they were all terrible actors. Whoever played Kylo Ren, he was just like this emo goth kid who made Darth Vader look like even more of a badass. Yeah, no, I agree with you. He was, uh, you know, smashing uh, the helmet and just uh, frustration. The emo uh, Kylo Ren, get out of here! You know, it's just like. <laughs> now, now I thought. Now I, I thought Felicity Jones in the other in the Rogue One story. I thought she was a good actress. I don't know why it has. Oh, I think, to... Yeah, go no, ahead. No, I agree with you. I think I think Rogue One was the best one that's been uh, released uh, so far out of the newer ones. How how rude, Mister Ryan Gable. I I it's just it's just all right. So I got something else for you here. Okay, in in this final segment, I've got the 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 Grammy Awards here. I got Post Malone. Okay, I don't know what this guy is either. I don't know why he's got his face tattooed up. I don't know uh, what he represents. But here's Post Malone, and I mean that like very sarcastically. I don't want to occupy mental space with Post Malone. I can't stand to look at half these people physically anyway. But uh, this is his music. Listen to this. It's called Hollywood's Bleeding, and the music video is different than what he did at the Grammys. Listen to this. It starts with like a Gregorian chant with these dark hooded figures on stage. And then he just tells you how horrible Hollywood is at the Grammys, and everybody claps and is like, "Oh my God, what a wonderful piece of art!" Let's go back to Brian Singer and uh, and James Gunn. And he, <laughs> yeah, what's uh, yeah, how bad Hollywood is, and then they clap, and then they go out and watch uh, a Hollywood-produced movie, buy the merchandise, 
You got to buy the merchant. You got to get. You got to get the Jar Jar Binks merchandise. He's also yeah, a like toy. He like, like, like he doesn't get any type of money from Hollywood, right? Right. Yeah. Here's Post Malone. This is this is how they attack themselves and act like victims and act like they know what's going on, right? Exactly. Oh my God! What a great social message. But I'm still in Hollywood. No, we're the good guys. He's dressed like Ozzy Osbourne or something. He did. He did perform with Ozzy at one point. Yeah, I saw that. And you can't blame Ozzy. He's he's super old and out of his mind. And they put something in front of him. And he's controlled by Sharon Osbourne and has been for a long time. His wife. Yeah, I wouldn't. With, uh, with uh, you know, from the tribe of Abraham. So you know, uh, <laughs> she's just got got his claws, got her claws in his banking bank account. I'll tell you who's tribe of Abraham. Anakin Skywalker's owner in the first Star Wars. Oh yeah, totally. Is this music? But see, I'm told post. This guy's got three million hits on this, and I go to Tom McDonald. He's got like twelve million. And Tom McDonald's living and like just like bought a new house, and he's making money off YouTube. And 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 we don't know who he is, but we're supposed to. We know who Post Malone is because he's on TV. And that's the God we're supposed to worship. You know? Well, yeah, we know him because he's doing Sprite commercials. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know. I, there, I have so many of these that I pulled up. And there's just in, there's endless, endless, endless uh, data points in the music industry. I, here's one for you, Mike. Did you know about uh, this producer at the Grammy Awards who thanked Jeffrey Epstein? Did you hear that? No, uh-uh. Yeah, listen to this one. I don't even know what this guy's name is. I don't care. He's probably a piece... If he's thanking Jeffrey Epstein, he's probably a piece of filth. Listen to this. Oh, yeah. Excellent. I want to thank uh, Linda Ronstadt for allowing us to make this movie and Rob Friedman, uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, Oops. You hear that? I want to thank Jeffrey yeah, Epstein. This movie and Jeffrey Rob Friedman, uh, Jeffrey Epstein... Is there another Jeffrey Epstein? Maybe there's another Jeffrey Epstein who made the movie. <laughs> what do think, yeah, Jeff- I don't know. What do they, Jeffrey Epstein, for providing me with the twelve-year-old girls? You know, some long, hard nights making this movie, right? You should, uh, yeah. I mean, you should give a a uh, condolence since he uh, is dead, right? <laughs> Hey, you know what? We're getting a call right now. Let's take this call. Oh, it's Cardi B. Half-naked women dancing in money pits. Now, ladies, you have to feel empowered by that. She is whopping on the money. <laughs> that is some dirty money right there. <laughs> some dirty money, dude. Yeah, her back end does look like it was stompled by a football team. That money's got the coronavirus on it now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Is I don't even know. And oh, it even I didn't even notice that it actually says that on stage over the bed. It actually says WAP with money falling in the background. <laughs> oh, and and these like demonic hands that are opening up over the bed with claws. I didn't see that either. 
And then there's a serpent coming up over the bed. So that obviously has a lot of different sim, uh, uh, symbolic significances to it. Uh, and also, it, it looks very similar. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. It looks really similar. I'm just picking this up in real time. It looks really similar to the one from the Lil Nas song that just came out, Mike. It, it's like red and black, and the one in the Lil Nas song that comes up is red and black as well. When the serpent comes up, which of red and black is, of course, you know, the significance of those colors. So I guess that's just a well, coincidence. Well, in his uh, ads for the sneakers, his hair is dyed red, and he's actually black, so that's black and red right there. Black and red. Hey, you're picking it out, Mike. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Let's jam. Yeah. Down my throat. This is... <laughs> this is... Uh, like, I want to see uh, Beavis and Butthead review this. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. They're going to whop in bed. It says wet, wet. It's flashing wet on stage, and they are literally, like, dry humping each other on the bed. Megan, yeah. Megan the Stallion, and this is Cardi B and uh, Megan the Stallion, and she's li- she literally was jiggling her ass over the other girl. Did they did they really think they could get away with this because uh, she's unattractive? <laughs> <laughs> now listen, listen. When Shakira performed at the Super Bowl, I got it. I understood it. Like that's the kind of music, right? In South America, she's like. She's a good dancer, and it just it made a lot more sense than whatever the hell that was. I don't partic- right. particularly like J Lo, but when they performed at the Super Bowl, like Shakira, it can Shakira can sing and she can dance, right? Like she's a good. I think I think so. This is some of that performance. Like I get that, I get that, but I don't, I don't get this. I don't know what this is, Mike. Look at my mouth and look at look my thighs. Look at my mouth. Look at my thighs. Those are some. This, those are some big ass fake titties. I don't cook, I don't clean, but I got this ring. Really, really empowering. Congrat- yeah. Congratulations, women. You've really, really done it. <laughs> Does she have a lisp? Sounds like she has like a lisp or something. A lisp? I don't know. That's that's the, some type of foreign accent. I think she bedazzled her lips or something. So I don't know. <laughs> they spent a lot of uh, money on like photoshopping her with a lot of eyes. So you can see the big pop marks in them. <laughs> Hold on, Mike. I guess that's the stallion. Is that the stallion? They should play. They should play the song when that fat lady eating the ice cream and she she doesn't care. That commercial. <laughs> oh yeah, what commercial was that? <laughs> it was uh, shit, I forgot the ice cream brand, but it was like that fat uh, lady that was. I don't care. I'm allowed to eat your dancing, jiggling, and her bra and panties. They yeah. should play that song. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I can eat whatever I want. It's yeah. the it's the I'll go on a diet tomorrow ice cream. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look, it's not about making fun of somebody. I just don't know what this is. It's literally a song about having sex with Cardi B or the Stallion or whatever that is. I, I, yeah, no, you know. I'm just gonna go back. To, I'm gonna go back to Avril Lavigne. Like, I'm just gonna listen to that. 
<laughs> they know what they're doing, right? There's, this, is all, this is all planned. They picked her for a reason. They do these lyrics, the time signatures for a reason. Uh, and you can say, oh, that's a, that sounds just like a big conspiracy theory. Well, if you do the research, it's not a conspiracy theory if it's truth. <laughs> and there is an agenda. There right. is an agenda on. And uh, they pick these people for a reason. And these lyrics. And now they just it's going from different market segments to now utterly for uh, children to consume yeah. well, with these uh, with this music. Uh, and they grow up thinking that, um, well, Satan isn't a bad guy, you know, or jiggling, you know, dancing uh, provocatively is, is not a bad thing. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's just uh, like I said, it's like we're living in the end days here. Yeah, you know what? We got to talk also about my girl, Billie Eilish, for a second. You know, Billie Bell Ball is the first king of hell, and Eilish is non coincidentally Sumerian for on high. So, Billie Eilish literally means Ball, the first king of hell, the lord of hell on high. No coincidence. She sings in the song Bury a Friend about, you know, not only burying a friend and, and suicide and other things, but she sings about a pact she made with the devil. Uh, and it all started when she drank this glass of black goo in a song called When the Party's Over, which has like 650 million hits on YouTube. And I don't think she's really talented. I think she's she's just like this girl who's abused and used by the industry. But if you haven't heard, have you heard Barry a Friend, Mike? I have not, no. Okay, I really, I got to play a part of this for you. Listen to this. It has Marilyn Monroe. It has drugs. It has mind control. It has uh, satanic levitation. It has suicide, packs with the devil, killing your best friend. I mean, they really wrapped up the combo pack in this song. This is like, you know. Yeah, they took the shotgun approach to it. They did. Listen to this. Here we go. Keep you in the dark. You hear that, Mike? Listen to that. She's making a deal with the devil. Okay, so then the song goes on, Mike, and then she says, this is one of my favorite parts of the song. She starts levitating with black eyes, and listen to the words she says. Hear this. My limbs are all froze. My eyes won't close, and I made a deal with the devil. But that is—that's. I can't stand that. I can't stand that baby talk. Uh, singing, you know, like the baby talk, low whispering, how she sings. It's, that's so annoying to me. I feel like <laughs> slapping her in the face. Well, she's got the devil on her side, Mike. The devil is keeping... Is that the devil? In, I see. I keep hearing noise from your phone. Is that the devil in the background? It actually synced up with the song. When she started levitating, I heard... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, the phone's in my pocket, so who knows? I, I don't know. Yeah, it sounded like that. I don't know. Do you have anything else you want to add? We've got maybe, I don't know, what, 10, 14 minutes, somewhere around there tonight. I'm not even looking at the clock. I got Mike here. I got the this, the music industry. What do you? Is there anything else in the industry you want to talk about? I mean, I could play Cardi B again. I, I, I think it's, uh, my question is, how can it get any worse? 
I guess we'll find out in a, a couple days. <laughs> I don't know. It could get it could get worse. Blood, blood, and blood and sneakers. Lap dancing on the devil. A dude, not even a woman per se, but a, a dude. Right. I'm gonna lap go lap dancing on the devil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go back to like like old school Madonna, Kesha stuff. I'm gonna go back to that. You know, if you're black and you see this Nas X on the street, you should really kick his ass because it's uh, it's really not doing you any favors to have this guy representing any type of black people. No, it's pretty. It, I'm not, I'm white, and it's offensive to me. You know, it's at just, least it's just so bizarre. It's so bizarre. Just like the shock factor. You know, what can we do? You know, we need to sell this video and this song. Oh uh, well, yeah, we can do the devil thing. Okay, yeah, it's kind of been done before. What else? Well, uh, we can also side the market with these shoes with human blood. Oh, okay, okay, that's pretty good. Well, no, but that's not good enough. Well, uh, he's gay, yeah, and the devil, oh. I guess, is a guy, right? So let's have him uh, fuck the devil. You got it. <laughs> that's great. Let's do it. 14 million hits overnight. 14 well, million yeah, hits. Because, <laughs> because, because, you know, the word goes around that there's a, that he's lap dancing on the devil. People just want to, people are just go see curious it. to see what is what is going on here? You got to see that. I mean, I got. I had to see it. I didn't believe it. I didn't believe he was lap dancing on the devil. Here's a song for you. Here, listen to this, Mike. Uh, and here's a great example. So you, you know Kesha, right? You mean you mentioned Kesha, I think, yeah. earlier, right? So she she got out of the industry. Did you know that? She got out, but then she got back in, and now I guess she's totally out because wasn't she kind of uh, doing the same shit after the whole lawsuit that she lost for Sony yeah. Pictures, and she kind of came out with a video that was against sexually exploitative but then she kind of disappeared after that yeah so she's been like in and out and there have been others who have gotten out i mean miley cyrus even did that black mirror episode about getting out of the industry and being mind controlled and drugged and you watch this kesha video die young it came out in 2012 i think it was the same week as uh sandy hook and i think they pulled it from the radio and uh, if you listen to this song and you watch it it's it says you hear this And you see images of upside-down crosses, and you see the hearse, and you see the word evil flashed on the screen, and there's like a, a, a mock orgy going on, and you got the red and the black again, and then here's some of the music. She's got like a Madonna jacket, and there's like animals having sex, and it's like, okay, I get it, you know, they're, they're like, it's shock value, but see, what happens, Mike... I think is once you once you allow yourself to succumb to this, once you allow yourself to like, like, let's think about theft, right? You steal something, you steal like a little tiny piece of candy at the store and you get a rush from that. And then you steal something bigger and something bigger and something big. And before you know it, you're doing, you're pulling off diamond heists. Okay. And this is what happens in, in morality, right? It's like, well, a little bit of, you know, dying young, that's okay. A little bit of like a little whopping is okay. And then you just end up with songs like this, right? This is Poppy fill the crown and she's literally singing with the Antichrist about poisoning children. This is what happens when you let all morality go. This is new. Yeah. Oh, 
Did you hear that? Listen to listen to that again. Poison the children, poison the family, and this is for young kids to like young girls to listen to. No wonder people hate children and families. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's just what Black Lives Matter wants to do on their website. Get rid of the family. Make the children cry. And then it goes back to poison the fountain of youth. Kill all the kids. Empty your mind. Give yourself over to the Antichrist. And then she says, you can be anything you want to be as long as you just come with me. Come with me. Come with the devil and you can be whatever you want to be. You know, I listen to that and I start thinking, you know what? Uh, 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 I don't know. Billy Eilish doesn't sound so bad, you know, or right. like Lena Del Rey. Like that doesn't sound so bad because we just allow ourselves to be consumed in the immorality. What do you think, Mike? Exactly. You know, and people will say, well... You know, what about Alice Cooper and his shock value of cutting heads off on stage? And all? Well, I can tell you this right now, that that stuff to me is super campy and, you know, super ridiculous, you know, that it just looks goo- it's, it's goofy and it's supposed to be, you know? Yeah. So it's totally different than what, uh, what the music that we played for today. And that Alice Cooper stuff way back in the 70s, it wasn't designed for children anyway. You didn't see kids are listening to that it was teenagers and and young adults and adults and again it was like goofy and campy this is like real direct uh you know suicide you know promoting suicide and of these other agendas which is actually terrible for kids because especially at this uh, stage right now where suicides have gone up dramatically because of this covid lockdowns where it's really people up you know but it's okay because Lil nas is gay right that's okay. Lil Nas is gay. It's okay gay. for him to, to, to go to, to hell and dry hump the devil because he's gay. Mm-hmm. That's totally fine. See, and then you get like, you know, you get your ghosts and you get your Black Sabbaths and you get your Alice Coopers and others. And it's like, okay, at least even like Ghost has a message. You know, I just pulled up an, uh, some Alice Cooper music and it's just like, it's, it's music. This, on the other hand, is not music. Why are we talking about poisoning the children and poisoning the family? Here we go. Make the children cry. Make the children cry. Are you hearing that? Are you hearing this, Mike? What am I hearing? Sorry, go ahead. No, you're, you're right. I mean, Black Sabbath, the message from Black Sabbath, if you listen to the lyrics, are basically anti war, anti government, <laughs> right. anti, anti uh, you know, hardcore Christianity enslavement. The same thing with Ghost, where it's calling out the Vatican and the child sacrifices that goes on there and makes people aware of that. Not necessarily that it's anti Christian, because interviews with the lead singer actually will tell you that it has nothing to do with being anti Christian. Right, right. Um, it's getting, it's getting these ideas out to people that, you know, that they're, Oh, the name black Sabbath is better than, I think Ozzy had an interview. He said something to the fact, I mean, the black Sabbath drew the name then because they were back. It was anti hippie back in the day too. So <laughs> right. they didn't want to be called, you know, sunshine stars. You know, they wanted a dark name uh, because dark things were happening and they wanted to, to tell 
because they were from a hardcore, uh, poor working class, all those uh, Black Sabbath guys. So yeah, that totally makes sense. Now you've got this uh, kill the children. But again, it, she's singing it like in a, not in a, kill the children. It's like a high, happy baby voice. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The so, she- so again, like you said, it's a mind fuck. Yeah, she she has a song where there's a bunch of people dancing with symbols that say death, die, 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 but everybody's like dancing with their eyes bugging out and it's real happy. So like, okay, so there, here's Black Sabbath. As the war machine keeps turning. You know, everybody knows that. Here's like Alice Cooper. Right, and then here's like Ghost. You know, mocking the Vatican for the human and ritual sacrifice. Totally. And then here's Poppy, who's like, yeah, let's just kill the children. Get to kill those kids. You getting down to this, Mike? You get? You going to sing along? I don't know. Yeah, I'm dancing along. Yeah. Peace of mind, poison the family. And because of Joe Biden's policies, you can get a kid from the border for a thirty oh, hundred yeah. dollars. Oh yeah, so so I can't make a video you can, about you the. Can buy, you can buy a little kid for thirty two hundred dollars for, for because of uh, Joe Biden's open border policies. But but see that's okay because I can't get a a, a, a video on the border crisis on YouTube, but I can get this on YouTube. I can get Lil Nas humping the devil. I get this. This is this is way more important than the border crisis. Oh yeah, get it, get it. Yeah, hump that devil. Get him. Oh yeah. Like at least can I have like a can I just get go back to like the woman having sex with the devil? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, what did Dave Chappelle say that they wanted black guys to do in Hollywood? Dress like women. Dress like women. Right. And I don't know how that is anti-trans. I just don't get why if I have a son. Is that your car, Mike? Yeah, sorry. I have this started up here. You getting picked up by the Illuminati? <laughs> I, got picked, I got picked up. I'm tripping on the corner right now. I just got um, picked up. Okay. Do you want, do you want us to let you go so you can, you can turn that um, trick? Yeah, I've got to actually turn the switch here. Okay, you, uh, let's. I'm going to sing along one more time to this uh, this uh, Elena Sargarino song here. Let's get that up. El Diablo, El Diablo, El Diablo, El Diablo, and wait, there's more. Avril Lavigne. Oh my goodness. Well, I guess it's just all coincidental, and I guess it's all just. Metaphor, Mike. Every bit of it well, is I could, metaphoric. I could give you a lot more devil songs, pop music. I mean, all oh, you yeah. have to do is reverse lyrics to uh, any one of Katy Perry's uh, songs, and she's got I, Satan this, Satan that, Satan this, Satan that. I don't even have time to get into Katy Perry tonight, but that's a whole show. I mean, there are so many uh, Katy Perry songs. There are so many Taylor Swift songs. I mean, you just think of like, uh, look what you made me do. There's a great one. It's just, it's, yeah, you know the whole story where she... Uh, there was a uh, a monast a nun monastery that uh, a house that she wanted to build. Actually, she wanted the monastery. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know how it went on for sale or whatever, but she was 
she was planning, she got the lawyer, her lawyers involved. She actually wanted to, she wanted to buy this, this monastery where these nuns were living in. And the nuns were like, no, they wouldn't sell it to her or something. And she had a whole legal fight with these nuns and the head nun that was against her, uh, you know, buying it died because of the stress of fighting right. it because they, you know, did the research on this woman, you know, who was this obvious Satanist piece of trash and they didn't want this woman to buy the monastery because, you know, of course, what is she going to do there? You know, that sounds like, that sounds like something from like the conjuring. Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, we talked about this before all these Hollywood movies, they, they tell you exactly what's, uh, what's going on. You call it predictive programming, call it whatever you want. It's not a metaphor. It's not necessarily literal either, but there's a lot more to it than just the symbol, a lot more to it than just the, the metaphor or the reference to a, a boyfriend or a relationship. It's just an inversion of life and an inversion of love, and then you end up with this. Feminism, all right. Feminism. There it is. Fake tits, yeah. fake tits, a floppy ass, a fake face, a giant shoe with money and wet women dancing in the money. But hey, ladies, you're free from all the oppression of a, of a nice date and a nice meal. You're free from the, the white oppression, oh, yeah. white male oppression. Are you, are you oppressing anybody tonight, Mike? Uh, I'll probably oppress myself later on. <laughs> well, um... I don't know. I don't think I could oppress anything after this. All right, I'm Ryan, I'm Ryan Gable. Uh, this isn't music. Uh, this is Mike D. What should I play to go out? Because I don't want to break my speakers with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Better get inside of me. I'm a feminist. All right, what's the what's the what song should I go out on here? What do we want to listen to? I think you should just continue with War Pigs, Black Sabbath, and let go that with, roll out. I'm going to go with War Pigs. I feel like we should go with something more music-related, like music industry-related. You know anything like that? As in like a, as in another crap song? No, like a good song. Doesn't Tom McDonald have a song about the music industry? Yeah, he does. I don't know the name of it, though. Oh, here it is. It's called. It's just called The Music Industry. Let's we'll play that on the way there out. You go. Well, there you go. <laughs> here we go. This That's is, easy. This is real music. You got any comments, Mike? Here we go. Oh, don't. Cardi B's still in the background. Shut up. Shut up. All right, here we go. This is this is real music here. Look at all the rappers that the game's killed. Record labels making billions. Why can't artists even pay bills? You get taken advantage of if you take deals. They're the devil. Ain't no angels in the outfield. See, that's music to me. All right, Mike, any final words tonight? Uh, no, I think we covered it, man. I mean, got any questions, concerns, email us. We'll yeah. get back to you. Yeah, I'm sorry you guys had to hear Cardi B tonight. I don't know uh, what many times. Many times. Uh, she's whopping. I don't know. I got to, like, I got to sterilize my computer now, you know? All right, I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. www.thesecretteachings.info. Subscribe to the archive. The montage is everything at thesecretteachings.info. rdgable at yahoo.com. My books are also on the website if you want to support this show. 
You want to help keep us on air five nights a week, Monday through Friday. Download the Fringe FM app free. We'll be back tomorrow. I've got a big show planned on the mysterious booms. We're going to pick up where we left off from last week. So stay tuned to the secret teachings right here on the Fringe FM. Dreams. We're broke all our lives begging labels, please take me. Tricked us into thinking getting deals is a great thing. Spend our whole careers trying to break free. The fans said they love us trying to give them music they need. Label doesn't like it, that ain't mainstream. You're looking in the mirror like what happened, man, this ain't me. I guess that I just don't see what they see. Give me a mic in the booth. I'm going to die for the truth. I'm going to fight for the youth. I don't got nothing to lose. Labels are hiding the proof. Look, I'm going to give you a clue. Illuminati symbols are the logos major labels use.